More stories of seemingly random violence happening out there as police in Paris have to shoot an attacker in a very odd situation. Also, we had more pixels being spilled on the pharmaceutical car company Mylon dealing with the outcry over the EpiPen and its totally high price. And the U.S. suspects that Russian hackers, yes, Russian hackers, planted fake news, yes, fake news, that's causing the crisis in Qatar. They're blaming the Russians and they're hacking and fake news on Qatar being cut off by everyone, even as President Donald Trump is actually taking credit for this thing happening. These are some of the conversations we had yesterday. So let's call this what this is, the Daily Recap Podcast for June the 7th, 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jacob and Payne, the host for this podcast and the moderator for all the conversations that we have via thisistheconversation.com, the website that hosts the best conversations, that's the best topics, trending, and sometimes a bit obscure with the best conversationalists. That's you people out there in the world via the internet. Thank you so much for joining us for all our conversations in real time via the Twitter, TH underscore conversation, via the Facebook, find us at This Is A Conversation, and at our website, thisisaconversation.com. Thank you for stopping by the website, by the way. Lots of great responses to what we have going on out there, including plenty of great new signups for the Conversation Survey panel. Now, if you don't know what that is, you go to the page on the website, thisisaconversation.com slash survey panel, and you fill out a short survey that looks for your interest, things you'd like to talk about, things you're interested in, things you would answer questions about. We will send you surveys, some informational for us, and some actual paid surveys by other companies and consumers looking for your interests. And if you send, if we send you a survey, there's no qualification. You're in there. You've done that. Just do the survey. We'll pay you directly via PayPal, just like that. We won't get you rich, but, you know, a little extra change in your pocket is always a great thing. As we said, this is the conversation.com slash survey panel, and get yourself in the panel. Now, let's get on with the show and the conversations that we had for all day yesterday. Our first message that we talked about yesterday was Hank Williams Jr. and him returning back along with his Roddy Friends, or at least the soundtrack of the Roddy Friends, for the Monday Night Football theme song. Now, we said yesterday, six years ago, because of some not-so-nice comments against the current president at the time, Barack Obama, uh, the landscape was a bit different, and this man was axed from the job of playing a recorded track every single week. Although we did get Faith Hill for NBC's version, we didn't have Hank Williams with the original song that turned into a actually great anthem to kick off a football game, even if more people aren't watching Monday Night Football than they were in years past. Now, Hank Williams will be back into the set for a brand new refreshed Monday Night Football, which begins this upcoming season. Germany makes a move to get troops out of the ISIL bases that are fighting in Turkey. Let me restate that because that was a little confusing. Germany is moving troops that are fighting ISIL from Turkey's air bases. That makes more sense. Germany is having some issues with Turkey. A lot of people are having issues with Turkey. We talked about Enes Kantor having issues with Turkey, and he's from Turkey. Uh, but Germany is doing something that's a bit unprecedented in the fight against ISIS. Uh, they are moving the troops that are stationed in Turkey that are doing their air uh, defenses and some of the ground things there that are using Turkey as a base of operations for planning and moving the troops out of the area. Now, we've been talking a lot about 
about the different treaties and different allies and things in the fights we're having going on right now. A lot of it on a national spot for the Americans because our current president, Donald Trump, apparently is not getting along very well with our natural allies or our longstanding allies and making new friends with people who have not actually been allied with very often, which is sort of our problem. It becomes a bigger problem when there's no real focus on the forward thinking on who the enemy is and who you have to align yourself with. So now that Turkey is dealing with its own political issues on its own, uh, Germany, which is starting to step up in the game of taking over sort of the European relations, trying to be the main dog in the, the main fight, uh, is stepping out of Turkey for the fight against ISIL. Not necessarily stepping out of the fight against them, but stepping out of Turkey as a base of operations, at least at their air bases. Yesterday in Paris, police had to shoot an attacker who went after a police officer with a hammer uh, in Paris. Weird, odd, strange, uh, but in, in the week that's had so much random terror, and of course the terror uh, continually over in in London where they had their third attack in about uh, three four weeks, it's just getting amazing uh, the things that are happening around the world. This one seems to be a totally unrelated, just crazy thing that happened. But uh, Paris police did have to deal with a bit of a shocking incident for yesterday where a man with a hammer went after an officer and he had to be shot, had to be killed uh, to be restrained. Vodafone, which is a very popular uh, cell phone service over across the pond over there in Europe, is stopping something and hoping will make a message. It's going to stop putting ads that appear on fake news and hate speech sites. Now, this is not something you're necessarily paying money to be on hate speech sites, but if you know anything about Internet advertising, the biggest way to make this thing work is you just buy a blanket uh, license to put your ads on anything that's related to uh, something that you might be into. And a lot of times what they do is they just put a big ad, put a bunch of money into a site, and if a person from a certain area clicks on uh, that website and they happen to have an interest in cell phones, then they'll start sending them Vodafone uh, links, whether they actually are Vodafone customers or not, whether they actually care about it or not, whether they're looking for that Vodafone stuff. They just happen to see Internet, cell phone, you're in this area, this area sells Vodafone, bam, we're going to send you lots of these ads. That's the way a lot of these things work. So it's the randomness of the way Internet search works and Internet ads work is how they're getting these things. Well, if anybody's just on any general hate site, for example, and the, the cookies find out that they're a person that's a prime customer for Vodafone phones, they'll start selling ads there, start putting them there, and Vodafone you know, pays for them if somebody gets that. Well, you can specifically block certain sites and certain things if you want to, and that's what they're doing. They're blocking the sites that are publishing these fake, weird news stories that make a lot of money, believe it or not, from people just going there and getting the impressions from the big-time sponsors. So they're going to try to cut off the head of the snake, if you will, by cutting off some of the funds that they get from just benign searches and benign ad buys. We'll see how well that works. It probably won't be as effective as you would think it would be. Probably won't be, you know, won't kill too many major sites, but it may strike a, a blow to the minor people trying to get into the game. And of course, it does send a statement that they're not going to stand for the fake news and the hate speech. 16 states across this nation, including Texas, asked the Supreme Court to actually revive Trump's travel ban because they think it's legal, they think it's good, 
and they think we need it. Texas being the lead state in that listing of 16 that want the Supreme Court to actually overturn the rulings by the local courts, the district courts, saying the ban is unconstitutional and just flat out wrong. We will see whether the Supreme Court, when they actually hear this case, will do that. We already know that Donald Trump's not happy with the actual travel ban as written that was presented to the Supreme Court by the Department of Justice. He believes it's watered down and weak anyway and wants the real ban put in place so they can get the real ban passed. We'll see what happens. In news from people so famous we just can't ignore it, George and Maul Clooney have welcomed their twins into the world. Their names are Ella and Alexander. That's all I know. It's really all I care to know. But the fact that it popped up and it went crazy unresponse meant that it was something that all you guys out there really want to know about. George Clooney, who, of course, now the world's most, now no longer the world's most eligible bachelor, uh, married to a attorney, a civil rights attorney of all things, uh, is settling down and sending down well. And, of course, uh, being an older dad, uh, he, if he needs some tips on, on child stuff, he can call me anytime he wants to, as you know, we're dealing with now the five year old and, of course, the 21 year old. So I've got two stages. Of course, he probably will call one of those other famous guys with kids. We'll see how that works out. Sean Spicer returned to the podium for the press briefing for the day and gave a bit of breaking news, or at least clarifying news, to the press. In a question about Trump's tweets and whether they are official statements, basically can we take them in the account as something that's real as opposed to just somebody popping off, Spicer said that Trump's tweets are, quote, considered official statements by the POTUS, unquote. So if Donald Trump tweets something, and remember, he tweets from his personal email, uh, personal Twitter account, Real Donald Trump, at Real Donald Trump. It's not the White House account that President Obama had that was monitored by people that was really just sending out random stuff that was you know pro the, the government stuff and just random promotions on Obamacare for the most part. This is actual stuff coming from the president's actual phone, which we know he's given that phone number out to just really random people as well. But Sean Spicer tells reporters, and so this will come back tomorrow in a story. It didn't make the listing yet, but some breaking news that's happened today, one of today's conversations that's already picking up. We'll talk about this a bit more tomorrow. Anthem Insurance will leave Ohio's Obamacare insurance market in 2018, period. Anthem Insurance is finding that Obamacare, as it stands, not what's being it's being replaced by, if that happens, is just too expensive for the state of Ohio, or, or at least for them in the state of Ohio. So the way Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act is written for Ohio, with the exceptions they have in there, Anthem Insurance is leaving the marketplace, meaning one less way to get insurance in that state and probably other states as well. There's going to there's a domino effect. That's the biggest issue with Obamacare is while it does give coverage to pretty much everyone, the issue with coverage to everyone means who's going to pay for all this stuff. And right now, the way the medical system works, we'll get to a story on that in just a bit, the way the medical system works, it it, it floods to a, a lot of people who are, are well deciding to pay the penalty for not jumping into the, the pool as opposed to paying an extra bit of a fair share to keep other people well. We'll see how well that one is going to work out for a bit. We had a story uh, yesterday that came out that basically was more complaints, more arguing, more hand-wringing about Mylan, the pharmaceutical company, and their high price of the EpiPen. Now, if you are a 
person who suffers from allergies or know someone who does, you probably need to know that EpiPen was something that's pretty proficient along, uh, proliferant along the lines of people with allergies. My wife is allergic, and she used to have an EpiPen fairly often around the house because they used to be about $57, and she rarely had to use it. It was just there. Now they're about $600 a pen when the actual cost of the medicine inside of a pen is about a dollar or six hundred dollars a two pack of pins and the cost of the medicine inside of one pin is about a dollar's worth of manufacturing costs now what does that mean well we talked about Mylon getting giving the ceo a 98 million dollar bonus for this year so that means people that have to buy these pins are buying them and making get paying the markup and getting lots of money for the company this is a problem that we've had for that also is an issue with the obamacare stuff because a lot of the things that are done is the prices of things are jacked up by pharmaceutical companies and they're paid for by the insurance companies and the premiums and the extra costs are rolled over into the consumer, the people who actually have to pay the things. So whether you have to buy an EpiPen in this example outright and pay $600 for a pack of two, or if your insurance does cover it, that means you have pretty high deductibles and pretty high premiums to make sure these things are covered. Along the way, when the deal is the drug itself, is only about a dollar's worth. And for most people, the EpiPen is a backup safety. Most of these things don't go, go unused. They go, they go to the expiration date because they're there as a backup, just in case a person has a reaction. A very sad story that we got some information about late last night. A two-year-old ends up shooting and killing his seven-year-old cousin in southeast downtown Nashville yesterday. Not a lot of details were put out for that one. It was basically a local story that got some news and got some trending topics. So we put it out there to see if we got some response to it. We did get a good bit of response to it, uh, but not a lot of local comments into it because it was a, a sort of a, a localized story, I should say. Not a lot of national con- com- comments because it was a localized story. We'll see how well it comes out in the top ten. It pro- it, I doubt it'll make the top ten. We'll see how well it comes out in the wash with all the stories as they rank for the week. Uber fired 20 people over the last couple of days over sexual harassment issues. Now, these are people that have had some sort of sexual harassment or racial uh, harassment, some sort of case filed against their them via their HR at Uber, sort of clearing house of the people who are causing trouble. This is not a part of the larger scope, uh, the large sexual harassment suit that when that was put on by um, the, the lady who left the company uh, a couple weeks ago and wrote the big letter on why Uber is such a crappy place to work. Uh, so there are actual bigger suits that are in place, but these are smaller cases, individual cases that have nothing to do with the other case. So they can't use these as either character as Uber's getting better or character as Uber was so bad. These are going to be not admissible in the evidence in the real case. And our first message of the day, which I don't have full information on, we'll get more information as we get through. There's a lot of breaking news this morning that, of course, deals with Trump. Uh, but there were two assaults in Iran, in Tehran, in Tehran this morning, late afternoon this morning for us here in the States. One was shots fired in the Iranian parliament. The other ones were shots fired inside a shrine in Tehran. So there's all sorts of craziness, random or not. Uh, essentially going on around the world and big-time news when these things pop up. That was the first conversation we put out today, so we'll hopefully have plenty more to talk about that tomorrow morning as it opens up tomorrow's batches of conversations. So 
that's our podcast for the day. Thank you so much for being a part of it right here and, of course, the conversations live as they happen so we know how much response uh, things go to. Oddly enough, the Paris shooting was the most responded to story of the day. It was by leaps and bounds by about 250% or so over the next couple of batches of stories that were pretty tight. So thank you so much for being involved in that one, a very early story that a lot of people saw some interest in. You can get your response by just uh, just reacting to the comments in, on Facebook and on Twitter and giving us actual comments at our website for the story. So on Twitter, it's TH underscore conversation. Just click the link and take a look at it. Interact with the hashtag. That's all you need to do so we can see that you're responding to it. For Facebook, just like it. It is This Is The Conversation. And our main website, of course, thisistheconversation.com. Stop by the website sometime and check out our sponsors page and see the great sponsors that we have hooked up with to help you get some things done and to help us keep the lights on for the podcast and the website and some other things going on. It takes a little effort. It takes a lot of work. And the manpower behind it are some very, I can tell you, some, some it's, the, it's sometimes working with me is a thankless job. The only way I can thank people is give them a little cash. So we make things happen because it's a business. So we have to keep things going. Check out our sponsors page. This is a conversation.com slash sponsors and see if one of our sponsors can help you do something, get something done today. For more information about my other projects, visit my website, jclevelandpain.net. And here is where I thank you. I thank you lots of times. I thank you really, 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 really so much here for being a part of all our world, all our conversations and this podcast. We'd like you to subscribe. We'd like you to leave comments. We'd like you to tell a friend. And we'd like to make sure you're listening tomorrow as we recap all the conversations we had from today in our daily recap podcast from this. Week.